The Minnesota State Fair is a lot, a lot of noise, a lot of people. For some people, a lot is just way too much. But this year, for the first time, the State Fair is taking steps to truly be the great Minnesota get-together for everyone. Is there someone in your family who feels overwhelmed by all the sights, sounds, and smells at the State Fair? This year, there's a less stimulating day just for them. Plan to visit on Monday, August 28th. On the Kidway from 9 to 11, and on the Mighty Midway from 10 to noon, lights and noises will be minimized. The flashing and beeping and loud music on the rides, games, and other attractions will be turned way down or turned off completely. Less will be more for those with sensory processing sensitivities. So get in on the fun at the State Fair. Moms, dads, caregivers, take note. That's Monday, August 28th from 9 to noon. See you there. The best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a healthcare partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Financially Fit Podcast. I am your host, Andre Creighton. I appreciate y'all being with me today. Uh, for those that are new, welcome. I uh, hope that you get something fruitful from my conversation today. For those that are returning, thank you for continuing to rock with me. I really appreciate y'all. Um, so today, uh, you know, our last one, we just finished up our series around, you know, what you should be doing in each decade of your life. To prepare yourself for retirement. Well, today we're gonna we're gonna take a little uh, different route, and because it's Black Business Month, and as you know, I'm a Black business owner, uh, so I'm super excited about this topic, um, and I think it's very important to talk about. So, um, what I want to talk about today, uh, and as I always, you know, I like to start with a story. So, um, as I mentioned, I'm a Black business owner. Um, me and two other individuals, Jazz and Michael, uh, we run a company called Turn Signal. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, uh, it's a mobile app that connects you in real time with the attorney. When you're pulled over at a traffic stop or you're in an accident, 
uh, via video conference while your phone records and saves to the personal cloud. Um, a lot of it was built off of uh, the things that we've seen as black men here living in Minnesota between, you know, what happened with George Floyd, Flando Castile, uh, and now Ricky Cobb, unfortunately, um, tragically losing his life. Uh, we wanted to make a difference in the world. But the reason why I want to tell my story is because never in a million years did I think I would be a, a business owner. You know, I, I launched my career in accounting. I was working at a couple of big firms. Then I moved on to Cargill, was in their corporate tax and strategy department, uh, went back, got my MBA in finance, and then had launched my career in the finance space after graduate school at Spire, and I was helping them build out their finance team and had a good track um, uh, pathway to, you know, a VP of finance there. And it was a great company. They're growing and they're still growing to this day. Um, and something hit me in 2020. You know, I think the pandemic happened and everyone's kind of thinking about, you know, what am I doing um, now? And is this something am I doing what I really enjoy doing? So I think a lot of people are starting to look in the mirror at themselves and really think about, you know, are they really in the right spot? And I, that certainly was the, the story for me. So Michael and Jazz and I started ideating around, you know, the, the unrest and, you know, me being an accountant, Jazz being a lawyer, Mike being a tech sales guy, we said, what are we doing with our skill set to be a part of the change we want to see in the world? So we left our jobs and started Turn Signal, and now uh, come October, it's almost three years. So, what I'll tell you is that sometimes uh, God will take you uh, in in a different route in a place where you never thought you would be, right? Um, but for me, you know, I'm I'm a big faith person, so. Um, I always say, like, you have to trust in God, trust in the Lord, right? And, and let him guide your path and guide your steps. Uh, and here I am. So I'm super happy to be, you know, running this business with Jazz and Mike, making a difference in the world. We're, in, we're nationwide now. We're closing deals. We have tons of people on the platform. Um, and it's been just a, a really, really fun journey. And I'm learning something new every day. So let's jump in and talk about, you know, why you should start your own business. You know, there's really a couple of different, um, there's lots of reasons why you might want to start your own business. You know, what I'll tell you for me was um, I got to a place where in my, in my late 20s, it was just really, I got tired of working for someone else and making another company a lot of money, right? I got tired of, you know, having these very creative ideas that went unheard uh in, in most in most instances uh because i wasn't in a position of authority and you know i got tired of going to work every day and being in an environment where there weren't a lot of people that look like me um you know accounting is one of those spaces where there aren't a lot of people of color um that are in that space and um and you know, I, as much as I wanted to be kind of like that person to help change that and show the next generation um, that this is a viable career, um, it just wears on you, right? It wears on you when you're kind of the, 
you're the one person on that team that um, is kind of like the outlier. So um, that was important to me starting the bit, my own business, you know, being able to have the freedom, being able to see the direct benefit of the work that I'm doing because I'm one of the owners, um, being able to um, work non-traditional hours sometimes. You know, there's days where I may work, you know, nine to two, and then I'll get back on uh, at night and work, you know, seven to 1am or something like that. You know, it varies. Right. Um, and I just really enjoy that flexibility um, because it's not about when you're doing the work, it's about getting the work done. And obviously there's times where the work has to get done in that moment, but I, I just really truly enjoy the flexibility. So um, those are my whys. Um, but I also think that other people will, might think about, you know, generational wealth, right? Um, are you doing this business as a lifestyle business? Is this something that you're going to you're going to build and you're going to pass down to your sons and daughters for, and they're going to pass down their sons and daughters? And this is going to be a family owned business for generations to come. Or is this something where that you're going to build and you're going to build a, a rocket ship and you're going to try to get to an IPO and you're going to try to sell it right? Um, I mean, both of those are very viable routes, but both of those paths look a little differently, right? Um, and I think that that's the thing that you have to kind of think about as you're building the business is, is what are your goals with the business? Now, that might change as you get into the business. Uh, you might get into a business and you might not have thought that it was going to be as successful as it as it is. Maybe you just thought, yeah, it's going to bring me some extra money and um, I'll be able to get by and then it blows up. Right. Um, and we have to be prepared for that too. Um, because a lot of the times we don't know the unknown, right? We'll get back to our podcast in a moment, but first, if you're looking for business advice, everyone's got an opinion, an angle, a surefire five-step plan. But if you want to know whether any of it actually makes sense for your business, who do you turn to? Work with a banker who understands your business goals and how a strong banking relationship can help you achieve them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.com org everybody has a few things lying around that seem like trash but aren't right for the garbage bin either ramsey county is here to help so if it's that pile of branches those leftover food scraps that stack of paint cans or that old tv ramsey county makes it easy to drop off items like these and more without a lot of extra work free of charge learn what items you can dispose of and wear at ramseyrecycles.com because in ramsey county recycling is for everyone at general mills our table is your table and we believe racial equity diversity and inclusion are key ingredients for our success learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity um, the other thing is, you know, when you're building a business, you got to decide, are you going to be active or are you going to be passive in the business? Um, you know, there are a lot of people that build a business and they maybe work in it for a little bit and then they bring on a team of people and and basically they, they built the processes and the foundation of the business and they just let people run with it. Right. And they're just the owner just kind of sitting back overseeing it. 
that's more of a passive approach. Um, you know, more of active approaches what Jazz Mike and, and I, uh, Jazz Mike and I are doing. And that's, you know, we're working on the business every single day. We're employees of the business. Um, and, you know, there's no right or wrong on either of these, but I would say that um, it kind of comes down to, you know, are you willing to give up control? Are you willing to allow others to work on your behalf? Um, that will help you decide whether you want, you know, to be active or passive in that business. Uh, the other thing is, you know, that I encourage people to do when they first start a business um, or are thinking about starting a business, find you a good attorney and find you a good accountant. That's so important because you're going to want to set up, you know, the legalities of your business correctly, the structure, um, the bylaws, all of those things. Like you're going to want to make sure that those things are set up correctly from the start. Um, you're going to want to make sure that, you know, if you're going in the business with a couple of partners like I did, you're going to want to know who owns what, um, how the ownership is broken up how people get more ownership over time, what are the incentives and things like that. And you want to have those things in writing. You know, Jazz and Michael and I are great friends. Uh, we've been friends for, for a long time. And um, and while I trust them and I love them, we have those things in place because we want to protect not only ourselves, we want to protect our friendship, right? We don't want our friendship being ruined over um, a misunderstanding of, that I heard something differently from an equity standpoint or how we were structuring things when it's in writing, there's no question. So um, that's going to be very important. And then also get, like I said, get yourself a good accountant because the, one of the biggest things that kill a lot of companies is not following your taxes. Um, if you don't file your taxes, you know, you're going to receive, you know, a, a notice and they're going to try to give you interest and penalties and things like that. But over time, if you can't pay that those taxes, um, they're they're going to close. They're going to come and close your business down and take what you got for assets. So it's so important to make sure that you have an accountant. So you set yourself up for, for success from jump. Um, make sure you have good financials that, that make sense, that are um, true to gap. Um, th those are all so, so, so important. And then, uh, you know, make sure you register with the secretary of state. That's going to be important. Make sure that you are able to go in, um, whatever the name of your business is, make sure you register it and you're in good standing every year. You know, you have to do a renewal every year with the state. That's very important. Uh, make sure if you have a logo or you have an idea that's very unique to, that no one else is out, out there is doing that you're pioneering, make sure that you trademark your logo. Make sure that you patent your, your idea if it's patentable. Um, those are some of the things that are going to be very important um, to protect yourself uh, and your idea and your creativity. Um, define a good business plan. Uh, you know, you want to be able to have a good marketing strategy, a good sales strategy. Um, a good financial strategy, uh, a good budgeting strategy, uh, all of those things. Because if you can define what your business is doing and you have a good business plan, you're on the pathway to being able to build a very, very successful enterprise. So that's so, so important just to take the time to 
define a business plan and understand that that business plan is going to change over time. Uh, <laughs> we had someone once tell us when we were starting turn signal that um, when we were building the app the first time, you know, we wanted it to be great and, and perfect from the jump. And someone once told us, you know, do not let perfection get in front of progress, you know, and that's something that could still sticks with me today. You know, don't let perfection get in front of progress. Because if you're sitting there trying to perfect something uh, and get it um, perfect before you introduce it to the market, um, you're already behind the eight ball. But if you can get something out there and it's the best product of your capability or best service of your capabilities currently, you're going to get a lot of feedback from the market. The market's going to tell you in what direction you need to go with your product or service um, to hopefully get towards, move towards that perfection that's going to get you more sales. So. Do not let perfection get in front of progress. It's so important as you are thinking about building your business, okay? Um, once again, it's Black Business Month. I'm a black business owner. I'm super excited about, you know, this topic and all, all supporting a lot of black businesses this month. Um, for those that don't know, there's over 3 million black businesses in the U.S. And black businesses account for about 200 billion dollars of revenue uh, across those businesses, which is in which is insane. So what I want to encourage you all to do in Black Business Month, uh, we have 11 days left. So for the next 11 days, I'm giving you guys an actionable. I want you to find a black business every single day to support, whether that's a coffee shop, whether that's uh, buying, you're buying clothes for your kids going back to school. There are tons of black businesses in all the spaces that we spend money on on a daily basis. So I'm encouraging you all to find a black business to support. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Andre Creighton. Uh, thank you for being here with me today. As I always say, it's not about how much money you make. The power is in how much money you keep. Thank you for rocking with me. See you later. Hi, I'm Shaletta Burnage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Your research is done and you've made the decision. You're ready to get the COVID-19 vaccine. 
Here are a few things to know before you go. Vaccinations in Minnesota are free, but bring health insurance information if you have it. It's okay if you don't have health insurance. You don't need it to get the vaccine. Bring your legal ID too, if you're comfortable sharing it. But a legal ID is not required for you to get the vaccine. When you get your shot, you'll get a card with information about your vaccine, or you can keep track on an app. It's easy to find the closest clinic or pharmacy where you can get your free vaccine. Go to vaccines.gov for your nearest location. That's vaccines.gov. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Summers are a great time to park it. So take time to make time in your glorious Minneapolis parks. Now when you enjoy your beaches and lakes, piers and playgrounds, trails and paths, you can also stroll through the Minneapolis park markets. Now through the end of August, there's a park market every Friday evening at Minnehaha Regional Park. And there's a park market every Sunday afternoon and evening at Lake Harriet. Meet local artisans and small business owners selling unique goods and handcrafted items created right here for you. And with every park market, there's always live local music, too. August is Black Business Month, so be sure to support the park market vendors of color. Park markets, one more reason to park it in your Minneapolis parks. To find locations and hours, go to MinneapolisParks.org, then click on Activities and Events and look for park markets. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at Hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's Hennepin.us backslash lead control. You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.